This is Passing for Normal, conversations with authors, artists, activists, and awakeners about how they are seeding change in the world. I'm Sharon Weil, author of Donnie and Ursula Save the World, the funniest book about love, sex, and GMO seeds you'll ever read. But mostly, it's about everyday courage and what it takes to get there in your own personal, even unconventional way. So join us for fun and insightful discussion with some very inspirational people about how to turn purpose and passion into action, while at the same time, passing for normal. We're here today with the very wise, very juicy, very creative Camille Maureen. Camille is a meditation mentor, a dancer, performance artist and teacher, writer and the author, along with her husband, Dr. Lauren Roach, Meditation Secrets for Women, Discovering Your Passion, Pleasure and Inner Peace, and Meditation 24-7. She offers global teleseminars and teacher trainings in feminine spiritual empowerment and embodiment, and travels the world giving performances, workshops, and retreats. She brings poetry into everything she does and inspires, showing people what it is to live a juicy, strong, integrated, fierce, loving life. And I'm happy to say she's a very good friend of mine and a creative co-conspirator. Hello, Camille. (laughs) You've got me smiling and and I'm like suppressing my laughter as you're talking. (laughs) Don't suppress anything. That's the whole point, right? Well, you might have heard me snort. Um, (laughs) What a fabulous intro. Thank you, Sharon, my friend. Well, this is who you are, right? This is who you are, and this is is what you carry into the world. Um, It is. It is. (laughs) Yes. So um, several years back, you and Lauren wrote this book, Meditation Secrets for Women, because you felt that women... Uh, that, that women needed a different approach to meditation. And um, so I want to ask you what that approach is and why are they considered secret? Mm. Well, we wrote the book because we suddenly realized that much, of, if not all, of what we know about meditation has been handed down through the centuries from men uh, male lineages, and primarily men living in monasteries, monks, who uh-huh. way, way back a long time ago ha- wouldn't possibly be able to have a clue about a 21st century woman. And there are yes. things uh, in, involved in living a monastic life that really don't apply to us unless uh, we're on that very specific path of uh, looking uh, you know, look around and are you wearing those robes? And and even if you are, you know, what kind of um, what kind of engagement do you want with the world? Because so it's about the path of in- intimacy and the path of engagement, as opposed to um, renunciation or you know removal from from life in any way. And as women. Uh, we are so empathic and tuned in to the world around us and taking care of everything and everybody that there are things that we actually require uh, in our inner practices that can um, 
support our woman's way of being, all of our energies, all, all of our biological rhythms, our hormonal rhythms, our emotional uh, fluidity, uh, the, the intensity, actually, of being alive, the intensity of mm-hmm. loving. You know, whether it's our kitty cat, our child, our lover, our friends who may be taking their last breath on this planet. You know, it's the, it's um, yes. to be enga- engaged and intimate is intense. And yes, it we, is. And so much moves through us. So the 12 secrets of Meditation Secrets for Women are to, to give us ways of meeting ourselves on, on every level, no matter what is going on, and embracing whatever it is that comes up, thoughts, feelings, sensations, energies, you know, surges of what we call shakti, prana shakti, the life force. How can I allow and uh, not only that, but embrace and celebrate and creatively move with all these energies that are life and love moving through me? Yes, that's right. And and, um, so I love how you personally and how you, in your teaching, incorporate the wild and the passionate and the ever-changing, which are not necessarily um, qualities that we think of when we think of whether it's because of a stereotype notion, but that's not what we think of when we think of meditation. And you use this. You're all about movement and 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 uh, working with the wild. And, and, and so can you talk about how you do that? Well, actually, you know, using the, the metaphor of movement and, and dance um, and creativity is very helpful because, as you well know, everything about us actually is movement. Yes. And um, so I... You know, by by feeling the sensations or by feeling the tugs in my heart, by uh, honoring whatever uh, movement of expansion or or uh, curling up and needing to you know be quiet and cozy, whatever it is, if in the wildness, that's our passion. So coming to meet that on the in the world of sensation. Uh, developing the art of paying attention to those little, those movements inside of us and allowing them to move in what I would call, in a way, a sacred context, a a um, a, a place where we feel that we can, at least in our own world, and allow those energies to be embodied and expressed. And when they are. Like what I just find over and over again in my own practice and, and also in working with many thousands of women by now, that it always, they, those energies can, can uh, move and transform and give the gift that is actually underneath the, that impulse. Um, some, mm-hmm. some gift of energy and, and inspiration and connection and again, intimacy with life itself, so and with nature and with the cosmos in which we are living and moving and having our being and breathing. Yes, yeah. So let me ask you this: 
not everyone is comfortable being a dancer, you know, mm-hmm. doing, doing expressive movement or moving their body in that way, and yet they feel these stirrings that you're talking about and even cultivating these stirrings. So, so how do you guide people to become an inner dancer? Mm-hmm. Because that's what that's what we're talking about, right? Is 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 not only cultivating a way to to move um, to move these sensations and impulses out into outward expression, but also to be able to ride them uh, within oneself, right? Correct. In a more subtle Correct. way. Yeah. Uh huh. Absolutely right, and that's such a great question. Um, first of all, it's becoming aware of them, so. Uh, in, in other words, again, developing the curiosity and the conceptual understanding that this is a good thing. Yeah, right. And and then, uh, you know, apropos of pleasure, you know, a, a subtitle of Meditation Secrets for Women is Discovering Your Passion, Pleasure, and Inner Peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's very helpful to actually start with things that are pleasurable, to look around inside on the world of sensation and and the act and the senses how they operate in the outer world also can lead us deep into a sense our deeper sensorium in the inner world so when we can find first of all the you know kind of build it in the kind of safety and just getting in the ballpark by finding things that are pleasurable and that everybody has that everybody has something that but it may go unrecognized Mm-hmm. And and feeling uh, beginning to come home to our own sensuality that way, um, and then um, you know the very simple things like like the breath, uh, how the breath expresses its you know itself you know like in other words the exhalation every exhalation that we're releasing out is mm-hmm. an expression is part of that dance. So sometimes working with the breath that way is a good doorway. Playing with yeah. the breath, playing with the changing of the, the mouth, you know, um, having fun, you know, playing with it. Start playing, to, playing, to open yes. the territory. Mm-hmm. Play is very important uh, component of exploration, isn't it? I mean, you're so playful in yourself and in uh, workshops or classes that you teach. It's, it's so much of it is about play. <laughs> well, let me tell you, that's, um, I mean, yes, it's always been there, but I was a very serious little girl. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> oh, my God, I didn't even know I had emotions. Wow. I mean, it, you know, it's, it was a really quite a long uh, journey of uh, claiming my own passion and claiming really deeper levels of true pleasure and sensuality and you know, not trying to shape myself for some guy, you know. Yeah. So, um isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing the <laughs> the paths we take, you know, how how um, you know, you've come into such fullness and you are such a teacher of fullness and where you where you're saying that you started and and uh whether and and wow, it's just it's always amazing <laughs> to me where people start and where they, you know, where they find their stride and they find their gloom. It's it's always curious what compels us. Yeah. And and because that's been us. 
you know, I, uh, along the way, I've just kind of bumped along and started sharing what I was discovering and what I was curious mm-hmm. about. And, yes. Um, and that's how this just all keeps evolving. I love that. Mm-hmm. It keeps evolving. Yes, it does keep evolving. And, you, and, and uh, I think the more you recognize that, the more one recognizes that, the more it does. True. <laughs> that's because a wonderful thing. <laughs> right, because there's nothing there, you know, because the container is not stiff around whatever is changing and moving. And mm. so if you, mm. if you really look at, at, at uh, evolution or movement um, as being co- uh, constant and the driving force, then, then it, just, it, it just goes on its own. I mean, it always does go on its own, but there's nothing holding it back. Mm-hmm. Not as much resistance holding it back. Mm. Right. Yeah. So well said. Yeah. Yes. You know, I just so, want to. I just yeah, want to say one thing about all of this, and that is that um, we also want to be alert to the complementarity of different uh, opposite energies. For example, what. Uh, what Lauren and I call syzygy, S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y, which is related to yoga. And it's, um, in other words, when the, to, that the wildness and the empowerment and the expressiveness and, and that surge of, of energy and life force that we are, um, we also require the opposite, which is the an incredibly tender inner touch with ourselves, a very, you know, um, gentle, undemanding state. Yes. So, and those have to somehow be talking to each other all the time, dancing yes, with each do, other. That's right. They exist in the same space. They, they, uh, they exchange, they play, they take turns, they, they enfold each other, right? It's... Um, uh, and not even not even in a sense of balance, like you know now there's this and then there's that and then there's this and then there's that. Yeah, but it's much more um, elaborate and exquisite, you know, and refined the way um, these opposites, uh, like you say, dance with each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Very organic. Mm-hmm. And Very then we organic. also can feel our our resonance with that larger body the larger body of life, of nature, and, you know, which also teaches us those same dynamics. Yes, absolutely. Well, you've mentioned a few times the life force, the mm. pranasakti, the, um, uh, as being part of passion or being part of enlivening. And so I want to talk about arrows. And there's yeah. really nobody that I would like to talk about arrows more than with you. Because, <laughs> because, because I'm game. We, because, we both, I, because we both understand it in a very similar way. Mm. And so, you know, in my book, Donnie and Ursula Save the World, um, the whole playful premise of the book is that it's arrows that motivates all human behavior and that really it's the um, pursuit of pleasure that is... Um, is what drives us. And in the, in the case of the book, it's playfully talking about sex and, and lust and, you know, as being the motivators for all these characters' actions. But really, you and I know that, that Eros 
is something much more generalized and much much larger and it is the life force it's the enlivening principle that really takes on different expressions many different expressions mm. you know sex being only one of them mm. uh, you know other kinds of passion uh, beauty uh, fierceness all of these things that that are enlivened by it. so let's talk about it let's talk about eros <laughs> let's <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. So I know that, you know, in talking about um, a women's practice of meditation and a women's practice of embodiment, that um, that uh, sensuality and that eros and that the pursuit of pleasure is all such a such a a uh, an important part of it. And eros is also the power of attraction, right? Mhm mhm yeah well it is um yeah i mean you just said so many exquisite and eloquent things right there Sharon um you know again eros can be seen as that primary relatedness and communion with life with each other with as you said with the with the beauty of nature we can look at a you know a gorgeous sunset and there's that awe and wonder and that you know natural state of uh like kind of a spontaneous meditative state right there and we're we're touched we're moved and it, and it's it's through our senses it's uh and there can be an even a uh a feeling of eros in that because we are at in that moment we are completely engaged with that experience we're open to the to the experience and um again like from my own journey you know to keep uh inviting that quality into my embodied experience is a practice and to keep dilating my senses mm, and so my my kinesthetic awareness to be able to to feel and embrace and enjoy that primary uh, movement within me. It's a practice because, well, as you know, we all know, most of us have been, you know, socialized and conditioned, or or perhaps even, you know, there's been abuse or something that has shut down. Yes those circuits a lot and and so that's where that great tenderness comes in again the great you know healing touch of our own compassion for our for that that little one or whatever inside of us and that helps us to soften and open to that flow if it's our natural flow it's right here we don't actually have to do anything we just want to keep being able to soften and you know, in a way, give in to that touch of life that is always right here. That 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 current, that current of movement and breath and life force that is always right here. You know, informing us, literally informing us all the time. So it's it's not that we have to make ourselves do anything. It's more about a recognizing b. You know, celebrating, you know, being and being willing to to uh, gently, organically open to that flow more and more. Mm-hmm. 
And so, at, so uh, in the, you're describing the metaphor of flow in in uh, talking about this life force, this arrows. And there's also the uh, metaphor or the the sensation of charge, mm, right? Mm, of mm. like electrical charge mm, good, good. and um, you know of an of activation principle, right? Mm. That activates us. Um, uh, and that actually brings a fire in, right? You know, yes. I think about I think about arrows as being the fire that can burn through fear. That's lovely. Yeah, that's lovely. Mm. The fire that can burn through fear. Mm. Well, you know, they uh, the heart is all, oh, uh, often. Um, characterized as a fire, a flame, like the flame of the heart. And I think that's what they're talking about. Um, And that fire of our own, um, sometimes, you know, in reclaiming our fire, it feels, like for me, my curve with it was because of my mother's history and so forth, it was kind of linked with uh, her passion and her, and her, the violence of, um, that she, uh, Experienced, and yes. so uh, I had kind of a, that's why I had a lid on it because to open up my passion would mean going into that territory, and yes. you know, I didn't all hell would break loose. So, so claiming that at the end it is fiery, and I, and and it can feel aggressive, and it can feel like we were afraid that we're going to go out of control, you know, or something like that. But I absolutely agree. It's that that surge, that charge, that intensity that I had to get used to. Actually, you know, and again, we keep getting used to more and more of it. That is, it shows up in sexuality for sure, and and it also shows up in our creativity, and it shows up in simply um, inhabiting ourselves, in, in having the right to exist, and and claiming this breath and this. This body, this is my body, this is my breath, this is my life. You know, it's a, that's mm-hmm. a, that can cut through, that can burn through a lot of illusions, a lot of uh, uh, false constrictions, you know, uh, what I call the shrink wrap. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's so like, like, you know, where you can barely breathe inside of the, the old uh, habits and... Um, so yeah, and claiming that can be uh, enormously, enormously liberating. Yes, enormously liberating, and you know, the heart and the the fire that's associated with the heart. Courage is also mm, associated with the heart. You know, right. a courageous heart, and you know, in the book, Donnie finds a courageous heart. <laughs> you know, Ursula, Ursula finds you know, finds a fire, finds a charge in her pelvic mm. bowl, and he finds the charge in his heart, which leads him to be able to be courageous. And it's all from this igniting principle, right? And that courage that you're talking about to just claim it and say, this is my life. These are my feet. They're on this ground. This yeah. runs through me. I have a voice. Words come out. I, my truth comes out. It's... um it's all connected, right, in this organic way that you're talking about to the earth, to the cosmos, and coming through us in this um, 
if we're lucky, if we, if we, uh, yeah, if we're lucky, um, in this, in this, uh, in this courageous flow. Yeah. And, and that's so healthy. Uh, we want our inner practices and we want our outer sense of our life to be, you know, to be healthy. And, and what I mean by that is, um, as a creation of creation, we are individuals. And we, you know, so we need to watch out for any, like, one-size-fits-all, any perfectionism, like, you're supposed to be like this or like that, because that's an ideal and that's a conformist uh, imposition. So, like, Meditation Seeks for Women is very much about finding your individuality within womanhood and within humanity and within, you know, being part of this earth and universe. Um, so that spark, that that flame of your own your own existence, that that um, courage to be oneself and to go for what we love, to go for what inspires us, to go for uh, what's surging through us and wanting to come into creative expression, um, is a declaration of. Uh, I am an individual, uh, unique, really, we are. Yes. And, and that's the good thing. I don't have to try to wipe out my individuality in order to be spiritual, in order to be pure, in order to be good, none of that. That just gets in yes. the way. It totally messes us up. And so to, to cherish this body, no matter what form, you know, whatever, what shape, whatever is going on, to cherish this moment of life and to celebrate. This is the universe. This is the cosmos went to all this trouble to evolve into me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, fourteen. Yeah. You know, thirteen point eight billion years is the current you know estimate, and it's always changing because we're always learning more. But uh, the, and and how nature loves diversity. Yes, and has diversity. Yeah, and it blossoms in an expression that is Sharon and Camille and Lauren in each one of us. I love that. And so when I look in another person's eyes, when I look in Lauren's eyes, wow, (laughs) you know, talk about sparks. Wow, the wow of who is this creature? And 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 what what a miracle this life. What a miracle Mm. this breath. What a miracle this. This moment, precious, precious moment. That's talk about sparking. Woo! Yeah, that yeah, wakes me up. Wakes me yeah. up. Wakes me up. So, so beautiful. I'm like all woken up from listening to you. So, uh, <laughs> it's so true, right? We, you mm-hmm. know, we know this to be the truth. Mm. Um, can you believe that our time is up? I can't <laughs> believe that our time is up. <laughs> We could go on and on and will after we uh, get off this call. Um, but I wanted to uh, just ask you um, if uh, if people want to find out more about you, get in touch mm-hmm. with you. How can they do that? Um, what are you uh, What are you currently doing that you want people to know about? Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you. 
Well, the easiest way to find me is via my website, which is myname.com, which means Camille Maureen, C-A-M-I-L-L-E-M-A-U-R-I-N-E.com. Um, that's probably the easiest, and, and then uh, anything really at, at CamilleMaureen.com will get to me. Um, and uh, you'll see more about the book, Meditation Secrets for Women, there, and uh, also Meditation 24-7. We have beautiful audios that are available. And um, Lauren and I uh, also are going to be at Esalen in Big Sur, June 22nd through the 27th of this year, 2014, uh, for for the Radiant Sutras, uh, embodying the Radiant Sutras, which is his translation of an ancient yoga text that talks is all about what we're talking about. He's created these um, sensuous, poetic, contemporary yeah, uh, yes. ways of expressing expressing this um, this ancient text, and so it's a, a, a movement and meditation and living in that state of wonder and curiosity and. Uh, um, it's really a uh, gorgeous, gorgeous place to be, too, at Esalen. Yes, that's one thing. Yes, it. Mm-hmm. And what about your teleseminars? Thank you. Um, I'm currently in the, the fifth year of Meditation Secrets for Women, uh, depending on where this airs, when this airs, uh, that might yes. still be open, registration might still be open, but I'd love to uh, stay in touch with you if you're interested in that, because also... Other teleseminars come up throughout the year that are, you know, uh, shorter and things like that. Um, so uh, the this this current year is in in process right now. Okay, but there will be more, and there can be more. Yeah, there'll be other other lots of yes. other offerings. We we do a, you know if you'll see on my website you'll see that there there are other ways to stay in touch with us and to. Uh, Explore, explore this rich sensory experience of being alive. Yes, because it's such a great opportunity to, um, for, in this case, women to spend time with you uh, mm. in your in your wisdom, in your mm. radiant wisdom. Thank you. So thank you so much. It's been a blast, and um, uh, I look forward to more. Thank you, Sharon, and thank goodness for Donna, Donnie and Ursula being out there and saving the world. Yeah, they're doing, <laughs> they're doing their best. They're doing their best. Okay. I love Bye-bye you. Bye-bye for now. I love you. Bye. <laughs> this has been Passing for Normal, conversations about seeding change in the world. To find out more about author Sharon Weil, go to passingfornormal.com. That's passing numeral four normal.com. Donnie and Ursula Save the World is available in paperback, Kindle, and soon to be an audiobook at donnieandursula.com. So go out and do something brave today. M. Earth and I thank you.